Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Welcome back to DW Conspiracy Shack. I'm Daniel. And I'm Wilbur. And be prepared to have your mind's eye opened and have all the secrets of the universe come pouring out into your brain. Oh, don't do the voices again. For the love of God, please don't. That was so rough to listen to last time. Okay. What are we talking about today? Come on. Where is Aren't real. I so I just no one can understand what you're saying. Not not real. That's what I'm talking about. <coughs> oh, good. Birds aren't real. Birds aren't real is what he's trying to say, and if you can't understand him, I'm trying to fill in the gaps for you so you can. Birds aren't real. Birds aren't real. What do you mean by that? I mean. Come on, stop. Birds aren't real. <sighs> Got nothing. F- I got nothing. I can't play with that. Sequenia, let me keep them up. I can't. I can't bounce off that with when I can't understand what you're All saying. All right, birds aren't real. All right. So when you're listening to this episode, go ahead and get out your your favorite uh, uh, Man of War CD and turn on the Death Tone song and play it on loop in the background of this I one. I don't know what that is. Hear me running? Can't you hear my Death Tone? Why does it have to do with? Birds. I don't know. It's just it's great background music. Oh, okay. I thought they I thought they had a song that said birds aren't real or something like nope. that. Nope. This is just good old fashioned background music gets you in the mood for DW Conspiracy Shack. I love this thing. Birds aren't real. So uh this is I guess a conspiracy I've never uh Oh, we're gonna go in the full history. Subscribed or heard you, of. We'll do the short there's two versions of this history. Okay. A guy made this up. And you start driving around a van in North America saying, they just had all of this birds aren't real. Go to my website, birdsaren'treal.com. Okay. All this stuff. That sounds likely. It became that... super popular. Yeah. And became a giant meme. I was just going to say that. It's a meme. And paid Wait. actors to lie on camera and all. It, it got a lot of footholds. When did this start? Huh? When did this start? When did what start? The birds aren't real, like the guy doing this, all this stuff. Well, it depends on which history you want to believe in. Okay. But I, I guess in this one in particular, the the dude 
We'll get to that later. Okay. We're going to do... Oh, gosh. I was trying to open up the surprise, but it's melting. And well, sometimes on this show, when you're in the shack, and we got all the forces that are, you know, united against us, when when the mega when the when the mega powers of Daniel and Wilbur combine inside the shack, they will do anything to thwart our communication efforts to the outside world. So have you really never heard like birds aren't real? I I guess I've heard it, but I don't. I never understood what it meant, so I never really paid any attention to it. I mean, I'm sure I've seen it in the recesses of the internet somewhere, but it's nothing I never looked into or ever paid any attention to. I just, this is a crazy thing. I'm trying to get the, uh. What's that? Trying to get what now? The ad pulled up. Ad? Mm-hmm. They ran a TV ad. Oh, the Birds Aren't Real TV ad. Okay, yeah. okay, gotcha. Well, as he's working on that, I guess I'll just try to guess on what birds aren't real. Birdsaren'treal.com. Okay, yeah, I've seen you just pull up the website, and this looks like a fun, actually, it looks like a fun website. Yeah. Um, but what? what's, I'm guessing, like, what? They say, like, all birds are drones or something? Is that, like, the... Pretty much. The so I have... Boiled down theory? Birds aren't real. TV ad, 1987. 87? Mm-hmm. So this has been around for quite some time. I shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. We all remember where we were when that happened. But what if I told you that something far greater was at play in this very moment? A saga of government corruption so entrenched in our society that to expose it would make Watergate a mere footnote in the pages of history. For the last few years, my team and I have been investigating the biggest crime ever perpetrated on the American people. Since the Eisenhower administration, the U.S. government has been committing genocide on the entire bird population and replacing these birds with sophisticated robot replicas equipped with five megapixel cameras and a sophisticated tracking system that can follow your every movement. I know this is horrifying, but please remember, stay calm. It is estimated that by 2001, 90% of the birds that we see in the sky will actually be surveillance robots. We must act now to prevent this from going any further. Join us, and together we can make 1987 the year that we take back our freedom. All right, a couple things real quick. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't think that ad was from 1987. <laughs> what? I'm almost certain. That's... No, it was. It was from 1987. I don't believe that at all whatsoever. Oh that, my god! That is a modern ad that they made to look old. That probably came out like 10 years ago. All right. So what are you playing now here? This is a supposed interview with an XCI agent that just made the thing this year, like the rounds. Okay. For birds aren't real. So, yeah. Oh, CIA. Sure, nothing nefarious here. Sure, he's going to oh, tell us the truth. We'll talk a lot about the tied in angles of the CIA oh. in this. Well, Eugene, it was just a couple of weeks ago that we saw your name mm -hmm. in that article. Yeah. Uh, and now we're sitting across from each other. So, thank you mm. so much for doing this. Sure, thanks. Uh, I know we talked off camera some, but just for our viewers who don't know, much about you. Can you give us some uh, on your background? Well, I started off in the military for a few years uh, in California. Okay. And after I got out of the military, I was uh, doing security for the CIA. Hmm. I was in D.C. in uh, 72. And then they moved me into domestic intelligence. Hmm. And it's while I was there that, well, I saw some things that I, I really wish I hadn't seen. Are you referring to bird drone surveillance? Yeah. 
Okay. Can you tell us some more about that? Oh, yeah. Like I said, I'd, I'd been with the CIA for a few years. Mm -hmm. And then one morning, I got ordered to report to a military base. And I was briefed on something called Operation Water the Country. And when okay, I got... For those who don't know what that is, um, can you explain what that is? Oh, sure. It's a code name we use for the process of removing all the living birds. They used a poison gas dropped from airplanes. Mm -hmm. Now, after the living birds were taken out of the picture, what was the next step? Well, they were replaced with fake birds. They were, they were electronic decoys. They could watch people without them knowing it. What was your role in all of this? Like, how do you, how do you know this information? I was in charge of destroying the evidence. It was believed at the time that it wouldn't be safe if the general public knew what was happening. Okay, okay, you, you mentioned evidence. What, uh, what kinds of evidence are you talking about? Well, this went on for 10 years. There was thousands of documents, blueprints, film footage, photographs, and so on like that. Did you keep anything? No! Nothing. Well, there might have been one or two things. Hmm. Okay. And then it says, conveniently, a Gene, Eugene asked for the cameras to be turned off. He then revealed he kept multiple, whatever that said at the end, that he does have evidence. <laughs> okay, now, before we, before we call this so ridiculous, because... What? Nothing. Why are you laughing? Nothing. Keep going. Um, I had something stuck in my throat. Oh. Before we get this being too uh, crazy, if you get on the uh, National Library of Medicine, uh, there's a U.S. patent, and the patent number is the U.S. patent number is U.S. eight nine six seven zero two nine dash B one. And you know what that's a patent for? A drone. It's a device for aerial release of mosquitoes. Includes an unmanned aerial vehicle operable by remote control. It carries a container holding a central processing unit of a mosquito breeding bin, which is a self-contained volume housing mosquitoes, and a mosquito food having a toxin suitable to be transmitted by a mosquito bite after the mosquito consumes the mosquito food. So they have these uh, drone-controlled mosquito what, what traps that they feed like a... Uh, uh, toxic material to these mosquitoes, and then they release them, okay. and they transfer it to you. So they have drones, and these are drones that they're flying over areas, uh, I guess. I don't know. Um, that's fully operable. Now, it's not a bird ain't real, but we have... This is a U.S. patent that they're, that they're manipulating mos mosquitoes with, and they're releasing them in certain areas with, like, toxic material that can be transferred to you through a mosquito bite. So to say, it ain't a hard stretch of saying uh, we got drones that can uh, release mos toxic mosquitoes anywhere they want. It's probably not that far of a stretch to say they got drones that are built and created to look like birds to spy on you. I actually don't put too much past this. I bet you that interview is a way of soft disclosure. 
in some sense. Because I bet you he's lying a lot about all that, but I bet you they do have technology that's constantly spying on us, and they have been for a long time. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't no, understand. I'm just tickles in my throat. It's cold outside. Oh, yeah. All right, here's the last interview we're going to listen to, then I'll read you the history of the movement. Okay. Are you ready? All right. What's so this, this is an interview, television what, interview. What's this bozo going to say? With the movement representative. Uh, okay. I consider myself to be an average American. I wake up in the morning. He's acting. Wash my car, and I have an avid disbelief in avian beings. Maybe you've seen the billboard He's near the Highland Strip or heard the story on Wednesdays Live at 9. A campaign called Birds Are Not Real brings its efforts to the Mid-South. And this morning, we are joined by one of the messengers of the movement. Peter McIndoe is here to tell us how this all came about. We want to emphasize you were not the founder. He looks like a no, crackhead. No. We put the billboard here because we wanted to bring it to the biggest city in the world, you know, the Paris of the West. Uh, so we brought it to Memphis, Tennessee. From 1959 <laughs> through 2001, the government mercilessly oh genocided over 12 billion birds. Where did they find this homeless kid? replaced them <laughs> with surveillance drones in disguise. Sometimes I'll travel There's internationally. people. Go to the Himalayas. They did this on purpose. Breathe the drone-free air. I'll tell you the story. So this it. is really satire. I mean, you don't really believe that that happened, correct? This is a satirical uh, campaign to make the point that what? <laughs> you're, you're looking at me like, no, it's not satire. I really do believe this. <laughs> Honestly, it's kind of offensive. Um, okay. We do not find this to be a humorous <laughs> issue. That this old is serious. lady. This is life or death. This movement came about in 1976. Um, Lie. Just to avoid any, you know, liberal media hit job. Lie. Since the billboard went up in Memphis, uh, crime Sorry. has actually dropped by 43%. Oh my God. <laughs> expecting the key to the city at any time from the mayor. There's been a reaction of supporters and loyal bird shooters coming out, um, saluting, bowing. It's almost become almost like a, like a sacred pilgrimage. Where do they get those metrics? This billboard means more to me than my own life. All right, Peter, we appreciate you being with us this morning. Thank you very much. Birdsaren'treal.com. Birdsaren'treal.com. All right. I, so it is all just a big joke. No. No? No. No. Yeah. Let's get into the actual history. All right. This is real. Yeah, let's see where this guy a made, bunch this, of, made a, this up a few years ago. No, it wasn't a few years ago. It was actually a while ago. We'll see. Uh, I think this actually came... Anyways. So, birds aren't real. There's actual, They actually have the history of it written pretty well on the website, so I'm just reading word for word what the website says. When, when asked to write an abridged history for this organization, I was taken back. I knew I had reached many thousands in my quest to spread the truth. But I was bewildered and frustrated with myself when I realized I had not yet done an accurate job of giving the details. This is the why, the how, the when, the where, and the who, and etc. I knew that I had to write everything down so it was conscious, accurate, and free of fault or error. This is my work. Prepare to take a journey into the history that they will not teach you. Dare I say, they will never teach in school. Much of what you know or you're about to read, has been censored for almost 60 years. Who knows how long it will take our corrupt government to block this website. Only time will tell. In the meantime, I ask you to take the 20 minutes out of your busy day to read this information, soak it in, revel in the fact that everything you know is one big lie. Mm -hmm. This is how you talk to me. 
No, Just I so don't. You know. No, it is. This is what you hear. No, this is how you talk. Except I... I uh, have recorded I data. Dis- I dispel truth, not... You dispel truth? Dispel, or I dispose. I, not dispose. I expel truth. There we oh, go. Here you go. Expel. Sure. I, I think the first protrude, time you said it was... I think that was a Freudian slip. I protrude truth. In 1947, the CIA was founded. Its sole responsibility was to watch the several or the survey tens of thousands of Americans suspect of doing communist things. The outstretched striking epidemic went on for almost five years, and they found there were few ever found guilty of any real crimes. However, it became clear in the early 1950s the threat of communism was only going to rise. The border system seemed to need to rack individuals who were suspected of any such activity. That's all factual. Okay. I mean, it is. That's what the CIA was founded for. That's what they did. And, the, you know, the communists, you know, the, we were terrified of the communists. Right. But that's if, what that's what they claim is the found formation of it. The truth is they just wanted to spy on its, our citizens here in the I U.S. Think under, for control purposes. The general population of the government did found this for that. They gave them that mm. power for that, and then the CIA did what they wanted with the power. Mm. I, I think know. at this time in the 50s, the early 50s, Oh, come on. It was right after World War II. We had the Nazis in there, and they were— That's the thing is this is the start of they the were subjugation like, of government. Oh, no. The Nazis were like, we need, we need to uh, watch our citizens. We got to control the citizens, control the people, and then to manipulate them to do whatever we want so we stay in power and we can create a super race and destroy humanity. That was paperclip. This is the CIA. Two different things. That's all the same. It is not at this point. At this point, it is. No, they're fighting constantly at this point. No, yeah. no. They're all one. There's no fighting. They're now all, they're all one. It's all. It's, it's always been one. No. It's always been that way. Nope. Everything else was an illusion. Don't mute me. And that takes care of that. You're hiding the truth. Don't suppress truth. So uh, Julius and Athel Rosenberg wrongly arrested and convicted of espionage against the United States, accused of spying on behalf of the Soviet Union. The big boy, bad boy communist people, writes in this article. This highly publicized event gave the government a small window of of important or uh, of in placement of a new program that would place the first CCTV surveillance cameras in the area of high Russian immigration. Now I'm back. Russian immigration. Ooh, spooky language. That's a scary word. Russian. That's just bad word. I mean, in the 1950s it was. No, it still is. It's still a bad word. Shame. It went on for a few years, and in 1953, Alan Dulles was made the first civilian uh, director of the Central Intelligence Agency and made his mission to ramp up the surveillance program, hiding cameras in thousands of locations and ordering his staff to plant them in areas that would be impossible to detect. Although, let's face it, in the 1950s, you could walk into a bank with a slingshot and steal thousands of dollars. Security was almost a big joke for the public citizens. Okay. He knew that the possibilities for the camera program were endless. April 15th of 1957, or 1956, I'm sorry. He met with President uh, Eisenhower and proposed a plan that would put cameras in the sky. Dolls knew that the sky was the future of his high surveillance program, and he could only truly track someone movements through camera much easier they were having to switch in between cameras on the street corners and hidden in storm drains and such one camera in the sty could be the work do the work of hundreds of cameras on the ground it makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. eisenhower approved the initial idea but asked him to return 
when he figured out how to make this possible. Okay. Dulles then left the Oval Office and immediately flew to an undisclosed location, meeting with various members of his inner circle. He discussed the plan in a more uh, intimate detail. It is believed that this internal plan for killing all the birds and replacing them with flying cameras was thought up over a weekend in May of 1956. Dulles and his team hated birds with a passion. <laughs> they were... Don't start laughing yet. We're not even in Chapter 2. Gosh. Where was I? They hated birds with a passion. They were hard on many occasions of calling... Or they were hard on many occasions of calling them flying slugs and scum of the sky. It just makes no sense. As right. They would often poop on their cars in the parking lot to CIA headquarters and, quite frankly, all over D.C. metro area, which has been a big problem in D.C. It's one of the most pigeon poop covered areas in the world. That's pr- it's probably has nothing to do with all the how trashy. I can't remember this- what, what president had all the pigeons die on his parade route. Died? Yeah, they put a uh, it wasn't it wasn't rice and it was a, an itching powder basically on all the the stoops. Uh-huh. So the pigeons wouldn't poop on the parade route wow. just to get them to move. So they killed them all. I uh, know they ate the they ate the itching powder. Right, yeah. And yeah. all the pigeons exploded. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Mm, pigeons. Wonderful history. I believe that one of the driving forces that led Dulles and only to only implement the robots in the sky actually replace all the birds in the process. They did not intend to kill all the birds. They could have launched a quarter of the robot birds that they did, but the pigeons in DC at the time were an absolute ruthless. They were eating everything as well. As American uh, morale was high, was high, people were feeding them more and more in public parks on the street and on the street. This in turn created a huge amount of pigeon feces that would invent or innubly find its way into the windshields of many men and women, all of whom grew to only grow hatred for the pigeons. But not just for the pigeons, but all birds. In a stolen transcript from the XCAA deputy, he, she says, Yeah, the higher-ups were also annoyed that the birds had been dropping fecal matter on their car windows. They vowed to wipe out every single feathered creature in North America. This is... Okay, keep going. In the meeting, they would sought to kill two birds with one stone and remove all the birds from the United States, thus eliminating the fecal problem but also replacing the birds with billions of sophisticated robots that look like and are capable of mimicking real birds in every way. Dulles and his team wanted to create the greatest surveillance system ever imagined, which was capable of tracking someone on foot, in vehicle, or even in personal home. Yeah, they do, chapter that. One. they do that already with satellites. Okay, but so let me just peel this back because I can already tell what's going on here. I think this is something that's real, that they do have robotic birds, and to... Back up that other patent I had. I just found another patent, and guess what it's for? Robotic bird. Mm-hmm. There's a full-on patent, There's and there's a lot of information on this. Boston Dynamics has one, too. But um, what th- what's going on here is they do have drone birds. They actually do. But it's not replaced all the birds. That's dumb. The birds are still real. The birds mm-hmm. are real. They sneak in their robots in with them. So it, it's unbeknownst to you. You know they're there. Mm. That's how it works. So all this Doesn't stuff sound they're saying, very Wilbur of you. all these excuses they're making up of like, oh, too much poop, guys. We got to clean up the, get rid of the poop. No joke. The CIA director did say that at one point. I'm sure. I'm sure. Chapter two. But hey, guess what? You go outside. There's there's poop everywhere. The how? The how? Okay. Mm-hmm. Clearly, this didn't work because they're still pooping. No, that's fake poop now. We'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, it's fake. Not what I tasted. But if you look at the government, all the government people's cars, never have any poop on them. Mm. 
Hmm. Programmed. <laughs> uh, it, it, they're programmed. They're proven that we discussed that the methods the government used to extinguish over 12 billion birds from 1959 to 1971. If we are to make dis- the disciplines of the birds aren't real movement, we must equip each and every person with the knowledge of what truly happened in this saga of this intense in government corruption. Here are the facts that eyewitness accounts of various key events that occurred within our nation that completely destroyed every man, woman, and child's bird in existence. Okay. It's ridiculous. I touched on a brief moment in the last chapter, but I want to drive in that Alan Walsh Dulles, the director of the Central Intelligence Agency from 1953 to 1961, upon the government writing a plan to slowly kill off the birds, it was his responsibility to make it a reality. He was given the task of reallocating $65 billion from public health funds towards this forced extinction event. On May 6, 1957, he met with an unidentified man from the Boeing Airplane Company and ordered 120 uh, uh, B-52 bombers. Dulles knew that if the government wanted to go undetected, that he had to keep his air, these aircrafts out of sight from the American public. He was then under strict order not to leave a trace of his actions, so he devised a plan to construct the aircraft in Nevada, Area 51. <clears throat> this way, the civilians of uh, the citizens of Seattle, Washington, where Boeing's headquarters were, wouldn't be able to claim that they were seeing bombers being built nearby. Hmm. Convenient. Mm-hmm. We've tied in Area 51 and the CIA and Boeing. And Boeing, which they all are connected. 23 men from the Boeing Engineering Department traveled to Area 51 in the back in the old days in a bus that they purchased from a salvage yard in Washington. <clears throat> they were they were seen by a few individuals during uh, co- or bringing couches and rugs onto the bus, and they were also heard describing quote really cool playlists for the road trip. <laughs> a fine detail to add to this uh, story, this document piece of history here. Just a really got stop. I got a lot to read. This is ridiculous. It's true. No. It's all factual. No, but I do. But this I don't. Is what you sound like to me half the time. Yeah, but at least I have rational thoughts behind this. I don't make up r- dumb, stupid things. Yeah, rational thoughts. Clearly, the bonding engineers didn't get the memo from Dulles about remaining undetected and actually painted Area Fifty One or bust on both sides of the bus. So dumb. Whether. <laughs> Uh, wherever they would, would stop for gas, they would set up a makeshift campsite in the parking lot and sing songs with titles such as I Left My Honey for Area 51 and another song called Let's Kill All the Birds. This is they attached this attracted a lot of attention. Is this the, the guy? locals of the town of Idaho claim that the men would reveal intimate details of what they were doing? Clearly, they were complete idiots, and their idi- their idiocracy is one of the hardest pieces of evidence of the government killing all the birds. While 22 of the men made it to Nevada, one man did not. Neil Ford was the only engineer that lived to tell the story, and he left a, a waffle. He was left at a Waffle House bathroom because the others claimed he had to pee too many times and was running ruining the vibe of the whole trip. <laughs> man, this. I knew you were going to be excited for this one. This is zero credibility. Yeah. Zero on this one. All right. Neil, the guy that left because he peed too much. Yeah. Spoke with one of the founding members of the Birds Aren't Real movement shortly before his death in 1994. 
He spoke about it in a way that would stall a search for engineers who didn't have families. That way, they would be able to dis- disappear them from the map when the project was complete and nobody would notice. This disturbing reality is a far cry from the way many people view the 1950s and prove that our government has been ruthless in efforts to rid our nation of peace and prosperity since the beginning. Upon making it to Area 51, the 22 remaining engineers were tasked with designing a new version of the B-52 bomber, the B-52B. The B stands for birds, which is a brand new model of B-52 that had 450-gallon water tanks in the place of the bomb compartments. The water tanks were hard, desi- were hard to design, and one of the engineers almost gave up, but Dulles hit him over the head with a 40-pound wrench to try to knock some sense into him. This unintentionally put the man into a coma to which he had never woke from. Wow. Scared out of their minds, the remaining 21 engineers vowed to finish and design the airplane so he could leave Air 51 for good. It was to this fault, uh, faulty dream, however, that none of the men were ever seen again. The only known information of because of 12 uh, pallets of classified documents that were stolen from a warehouse and one of the our birds aren't real patriots, but we'll get to that in chapter three. This is just ridiculous. I don't know what you mean. I don't even have a comment on this yet. It's none of this is real. It's all real. No. It's all real. But so I how do, dare you? I think this is covering. Who knows? Anything could be possible. Who's that? Uh, this is all real. Mm. One of the water tanks were fitted with each bomber. A complex system of radar and tracking technology was installed on the nose of the aircraft. The technology was extremely advanced at its time and was used for the crew to track large flocks of birds from a distance of up to 200 miles away. One of the radars was fitted. Five coats of jet black matted paint would sprayed on every surface of the plane. This was done to camouflage the aircraft against the night sky so it could go undetected from the ground. Not only was the paint used to hide the bombers, but it was... Uh, uh, but each external strobe and beacon and landing lights were also removed. Not a single light emitted from this plane. If it, uh, yeah, it had a nose reduction pad as well. I'm skipping ahead a little bit. A nose reduction pad? Noise. Oh, noise. Sorry, okay. I'm laughing under my breath. Was, what, they, they reduced <clears throat> the nose on the plane? It took two years to build 120 bombers. Once they were finished, the Boeing engineers were then told they were free to go home. However... Uh, they were incarcerated 30 minutes into their trip back to Washington. They were put in the back of an armed troop vehicle and buried in the desert. Hmm. No, no witnesses. Uh, three of the men were sent to Vietnam on the front lines. No history or record of these men, I'm, I'm assuming. Well, Neil's, Neil was alive in 1994 and gave an interview. Oh, yeah, he did? The guy that they left because he was peeing too much? Yeah, of course. Where's that interview? Uh, you want me to play it? No, because it's not real. Does not exist. Now, you may be wondering, how were the birds actually killed? What method was used to accomplish this act of mass murder? Really good questions you have there. Yeah. Wilbur. Uh, the water tanks when the bombers were filled with a specifically formulated bird poison that once consumed, it would give the birds a virus that could be passed down to other birds. The poison was then sprayed at an altitude of 8,000 feet. It would completely dissolve before hitting the ground, which meant only birds would be affected by its terror or once a single drop of this poison struck a bird's feather, the virus would take hold throughout the fabrics, uh, the fibers, and make its way to the bloodstream. The virus would then affect the bone structure in such a way that total decomposition of the bird would take place in less than 24 hours. Now, um, I'm going to say there's a lot in this story that's obviously not real or happening. However, 
this could be a convenient way to hide stuff from planes or hide stuff in like funny ways, make you think it's ridiculous. It's not real with all like the bird flus and stuff going around H, you know, there's all these bird flus, viruses, always yearly cycles coming out. What if this is how they're actually spreading it amongst the birds? They're just bringing it up there, releasing this chemical, whatever, making birds sick. And then they spread it all around the world to try to make you sick. And then the and then big pharma gets their greedy hands on trying to make you your symptoms go away, but not treating you or treating the problem. They could be the ones behind all this. Yeah, you think? I bet you that's a way to hide it. And they get some idiot uh, named Peter McIndoe to that's probably not even his real name to uh, write all this ridiculous stuff. Like that was the guy in the video. No, like, that wasn't the guy in the video. Yeah, it was. It was the guy they were interviewing. That's his name. That's a different guy. With the same name? No, I mean, that's not the guy I was trying to look up. You shouldn't be looking at my stuff. Oh, okay. Well, that was his name in the that started all this. And it's not. It is not who started all this. Uh, he was in the video. No, yeah, but how do you know? I, I'll get to there. Because he created the whole backstory of everything. He did not. I promise. None of it's real. Didn't say that. On June, 20, or June 2nd, 1959, Operation Water of the Country was born. This was a secret coded name given to the program from 1959 to 1976, which was based Operation Very Large Bird. An individual in charge of naming the programs didn't want anyone to go with copyright troubles for the popular PBS show Sesame Street. Big Bird. Yeah. Yeah. Seen that one coming. All right. This is awesome. Let me know the CIA originally only was only responsible for the atrocity in the sitting president, John F. Kennedy, at this time. Had no idea what was taking place. The CIA did not intend to let anybody know uh, besides select departments to find out what was going on. Even the pilots of the bombers were unaware of what they were doing. Chief commander, officer of the water of the country, told them they were watering the grass of the entire country. <laughs> to this state, it is highly unlikely that the pilots known that the assistance of the largest mass murder in history. If original bomber pilots of the Operation Water of the Country are reading this, hear me closely. We do not blame you for your sins of your superiors while you did kill billions of helpless birds. You did not know what you were doing. You do not have to remain in hiding. Join the movement, and together we can fight the government. Oh, my gosh. Sounds just like you to me 90% of the time. Except I have real purposes for fighting the government, things that actually affect people's lives. You with gravity. This is what it sounds like to me every time. Gravity's a theory. As I said a few paragraphs ago, the president was unaware of going until October 3rd, 1963. The top CIA officer overheard speaking at the operation over a tap phone. John F. Kennedy was the president at the time and had tapped the phone of Alvin B. Uh, Cleaver, the internal communications director of the CIA. So that is all like that was real. They were all phone tapping each other. That was real. Like, no, that that happened with the CIA and, like, the presidential branch and stuff like that. Oh, for sure. CIA's pre- listening Kennedy to everybody. Hated, well, Kennedy did it back to them. Oh, yeah. Kennedy yeah. hated the CIA. Which is why he got shot in the head. Uh, it is why. A Frenchman did it, though. Did what? Shot Kennedy. Looked like his driver. No, I... We'll do an episode on Kennedy. I'm a big believer that it was the, that accidental, the CIA. We already did an episode on Kennedy. The assassination of Kennedy? Yep. On this show. No, we didn't. I'm almost certain we did. We did not. Well, you keep reading and I'll, I'll see which episode it was. Now you got me all thrown off. <laughs> Come on, Daniel. Where have you been? We did not do an episode in Kennedy. 
We'll, we'll find out. I don't think we did. Well, now you're now you're not certain, are you? Once I find our show, there it is. Are you waiting for me to find it? Now, because now I can't move on in my head. Okay, let's see here. Um, I'm almost certain we did one. Let's find it here. This is great. Uh, great. Oh, maybe we didn't. I don't think we did. I thought for sure. Anyways, I'm a big believer that the he got shot at by whoever first. Okay, yeah. Didn't and I I do believe. Uh, what was it, Oswald? Oswald. Oh, Lee Harvey. Yeah. Yeah, Lee Harvey was shooting at the governor, not at Kennedy. He wasn't in. He was a because he had. Here's my thoughts, and let me just get my thoughts out there. Mm-hmm. I do believe that he was shooting at the governor. Because he was even, like, trying to break into the governor's house and all that stuff in the past. Yeah. Like, he had a big hatred for the governor. And that the CIA, or not that, the Secret Service agent accidentally shot him in the head because he dropped his gun. Mm, okay. Because remember, it was not, that back guy was not supposed to be there. Right, yeah. The other guys were hung over, and he had to do it. He was the car cleaning guy. And it was the first time he'd ever carried that gun in service. Mm. I'm a big believer, and that's what happened. He got spooked, and then he shot the president's head, and that's why they covered it up is because... They didn't want the Secret Service, you know... To be, be responsible? Yeah. Yeah, oh, man. I'm not going to keep reading this. Yeah. I mean, I think you and I can both agree. This is a ridiculous... No, this is real. ...made-up movement. No, it's real, 100%. Come on. Let's be real for a second. This is a dumb... It's not... I feel like this is one of those uh, movements that are pushed and put out there to... Uh, Make things seem so ridiculous that the actual truth now, couldn't seem possible. I don't think that's what happened here. Because okay. I, I know a little bit of the history. Because I looked at this a long time ago. Okay. But it was still small. Because I actually seen, so this kid, it's Peter. Uh, this kid, right after I graduated, he was about my age, this Peter kid. He started driving this bus around the country and selling t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And it was a wholly made up just as a gimmick. Yeah. And it's like uh, one of the news reporters said in 2017 that it's like a big joke that everybody's in on. Mm-hmm. And most of these kids that were in on it at the time were in on it because people were like, what do you mean birds aren't real? And then it was just something to argue about yeah, for I the hell it. of it. Yeah. And he sold a lot of T-shirts. Oh, yeah. And so this young this young man made this kind of thing up because he didn't write the story, I think, until like 21. Okay. Oh, 2021. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. He just kept this very basic birds aren't real. Mm-hmm. Like the ad is him. That 1987 ad is him. Yeah, exactly. That's his grandpa that he interviewed, the old CIA guy. Okay, makes sense. Uh, it's all him. So it's just a thing that, because what do I always accuse you of being? Irrational? A, a contrarian. Oh, contrarian, yes. So this is like a contrarian move. Okay. Uh, well, it's too bad he couldn't have thought of something more... Uh... I know intelligent. It, no, because in 2017, he did this, and he, yeah, he got a big Astro van and paint on the side of it. Birds aren't real, and all yeah. this stuff. And he's just driving around. I seen him in Kenton. Really? Yeah. Wow. I actually seen him and the van in Kenton, Ohio. Wow. And I was like, it's like I, it was probably 2018 when I seen it early. I'm like, what the hell's that about? And I looked it up, and there was nothing. There was no website yet. There's nothing like that. It was just like you find a little bit about it on Facebook. And he started selling like the one thing that he was doing like. Sixty or seventy thousand dollars a month in t-shirt sales. Mm-hmm. So it's Jeez. business. 
Yeah. I don't think there was nothing, nothing ever anything nefarious with it. I think it was just some kid that liked being a contrarian that just said the most stupid thing you could think of. Yeah. And that one old person probably went like, what are you talking about? Birds aren't real. Yeah. And then it was just it. It took off from yeah. there. Yeah. I could see that, especially if you get that reaction. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, because in like 2019 is when all these people were interviewing him. And like yeah. that, that's, that last interview I played is real. On the news? Yeah. Oh, I believe oh, it. Oh, 100% yeah. real. Yeah. And he did hundreds of them. Yeah. Hundreds of them. He was making almost 100 grand in t-shirts every month. Dang. So it's just something. And now he there's like birds aren't real rallies and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And everybody's in on the joke. Right. And that's just... But that, there are a couple people that fully believe it, like everything. Now, I I do believe that they have bird drones and they have spy, you know. Yeah, but they didn't come for... Not 1951 and they didn't kill no. all the birds. No, yeah, not all that's all. I don't just, think they have bird drones. I think there are so many easier ways of spying on you. Oh, sure. your phones. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. the second they put a camera on a phone... Yeah, you're done. They got to get rid of the birds. And the satellites. It's, it's and a stuff. lot better. I guess the sat- satellites could be the birds, in quotes. You know? By the time the bird technology would have been good enough there was already other technologies that they could hack mm-hmm. that were better i still think sometimes uh, carpenter bees might be drones i don't think so because you carry a phone around everywhere everybody does yeah but they can get into other places no like, where where can your where do you not take your phone well nowhere exactly yeah so there's no point in having a microchip that small be, uh, just watch them fly though yeah, they're bees. That's what they do. They're, they just sit and they scan and they scan and they scan and then they're off to their other spot. Because mm-hmm, they're and insects they looking for food. Scanning, scanning, scanning the area, looking for danger, looking for someone that might uh, undermine the government. No, that's what your phone's for. Yeah, that too, yeah. I mean, the phone is so much easier than all... That's my biggest problem with all those theories, that how the government's fine on it. You carry... Yeah, a I listening know. device. I There's no reason. Thing. There's no reason they would make a bird drone. We gotta, There's no reason they'd make a bee drone. We got to get rid of these phones. Get rid of the phones. Carrier pigeons. Let's go back to it. Birds aren't real, though. Are you, are your pigeons? You still got pigeons? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, cool. I didn't know if they made it through that uh, cold snap. No, maybe I didn't check today. Oh, okay, I was worried about mine this morning, and they're all fine. Mm-hmm. They're all fine, looking good. <laughs> but uh, man, birds aren't real. Yeah, this is ridiculous. I want I now. Want t-shirts. I will give him credit. It's funny. Oh, it's hilarious. It's funny. But he could have polished up the story a little bit better to make it a little more believable because anyone that actually just no, reads th- it... that's oh. the point, though. Oh, okay. It's not supposed to be believable. Because it, it's, it's clearly not. It's supposed to be stupid. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, but I guess that's pretty funny, too. That's the whole point, is it's supposed to be stupid. Yeah. Oh, well, that works. He, he mission accomplished there. Um, but, man. Yeah, I well, guess if I can... If if anything's real about this is they are spying on us all the time with whatever cameras they're putting in. The system that we're living in in the world right now or in this country is slowly trying to uh, sl- uh, just surveil you at all times, control you, psychologically manipulate you um, to get you to live in this system to support our elite class, rich, you know, folk running this world. That's all it's all about. And this is just a little microcosm, I guess. Of This is just some kid that made a business. Right, yeah, yeah. Hey, good business I'm plan. going to buy some Birds Aren't Real stickers for what may, may be the new uh, Networks bus. Oh, the Networks bus. That's right, mm-hmm. yeah. 
If it's flies, it spies. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... I've seen birds aren't real stickers all over the country. Really? I can't remember. I think it was in Texas, and like it was like a plate from like Nebraska. They had one. Let's start. Let's start our own. Uh, you know what? Let's do a Wilbur for president bumper sticker. Let's see how far that goes. Wilbur for president. I think if 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 you think I should run for president, uh, twenty one twenty four. Comment, huh? Twenty one twenty four. Well, I won't live that long. How do you know? Because. If I if I don't win by then, well, how many preservatives this, are in us now? Well, I was just saying if 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 I'm not already present at that point, oh, this will already all be done for. It'll all be a sinking. It's already a sinking ship. I can I can make it float again though. I can I can bring it back. So uh, you know, uh, comment on this episode if uh, you want me to be president. If you'd vote if you'd vote for me, comment on this episode. Get some comments going. Get get the. Get the algorithm likes that. I think birds aren't real. And I think you're retarded. <laughs> you shouldn't use that word. What? It just means slow. You know what? You never let me get to chapter three, but chapter three explains of how you can eat the birds. Like, you know, you kill pheasant and stuff like that. And you eat them. Yeah. It explains that it's organic technologies. Oh my you didn't let me get to chapter three. Gosh. There was no point in getting to it. There is no, We can't even float this as like trying to believe in this i think it's real well you think the movement's real because it is the movement no real. i think birds aren't real oh so what are they what did i just spent an hour telling you organic drones organic drones cameras that's it. they got a five megapixel camera in them well what do, what do you say about those quail when we cut their heads off and we butchered them and you're, ate just, them? you're eating robots with uh, robot blood and mm-hmm. that almost made you throw up made me you said after you got the first one you were you you almost threw up oh okay after the first one, I don't remember that. Well, it, I don't even remember if, a lot. or even uh, uh, never mind. Uh, someone told me that you were you had to sit down for a moment and just be like, Whew. I had to get through that first one. Then after that, you were good. But that first one was rough. First mm. one was rough for me too, though. They were all rough for you. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I did were, like four of them. We need. I it, did like thirty because you gave me the dullest scissors ever in the world. Hey, these were the only meat scissors they had at Walmart. They were a dollar. I did it with the same dollar meat scissors. I know, and it was awful. If just had a nice sharp pair of scissors, it would have been way easier. Because you didn't have to like... Ugh. But they're just drowned, so don't feel bad. Well, I guess not anymore. I mean, Justin and Jay on their Monday episode talked about some organic drones, organic robots. That's right. Earlier this Yeah, earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a good show to listen to. <laughs> it's better than this one. Yeah. All right. Wilbur, what's your final words for the episode? My final words for this is, uh, you know, birds are real, and you should uh, start breeding them and uh, using them for your food and meat. Start, go out and buy you some chickens, buy you some quail, buy you some turkey. Get anything, any type of bird that you can raise with love and care and good nutrients. And eat them. Don't rely on the supermarkets. Don't rely on corporations to feed you for highly processed Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.